Welcome to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant the seeds of change. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a food patriot to the very complex world. Uh, behind the scene is Eric. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Have you ever heard of the microbial kingdom? Like microbes? Yeah, like microbes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so in nineteen in, in in 2012, The Economist magazine had a cover story which called the microbiome revolution. And our in-studio guests know all about this revolution and have created a product to address the number one chronic childhood illness in America. So welcome to Food Freedom Radio, Emily Stein and Lindsay Huff, founders of Daily Dental Care. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Awesome. So, okay, what are Daily Dental Cares? Well... Uh, Daily Dental Care is the company that's wanting to revolutionize oral care, and Ooh. they're doing this. Wait, 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 wait. Revolutionize oral care? What does that mean? So traditional oral care modalities are focused mainly on temporary disruption of oh. the biofilm that lives in the mouth. Um, wow. And a plaque. Yeah. So you plaque. Oh, <laughs> say that again, please. This, <laughs> is, this is really fun. Exactly. Okay. But, but it's it's basically, okay, so... Microbes inhabit every nook and cranny in the mouth, and current products on the market uh, just temporarily disrupt physically. So when you brush your teeth, you physically disrupt that biofilm or that plaque, uh, but they come right back within two minutes, and they didn't change. you didn't change their behavior. And where we're focused on is really um, changing their behavior, and funny enough, the best way to do that is through nutrition. Wow, that is really interesting. And a lot of the products, too, um, are very kind of toxic. They try to kill all the bacteria. Um, the revolution that we're trying to get to the forefront is actually encouraging the good bacteria to protect your mouth against the destruction that sugar and bacteria can cause. So when we're brushing our teeth, yes. all we're doing is really disrupting the system for a little bit. Temporary. By the Temporary. time you basically walk out of your bathroom, they've already started recolonizing. <laughs> So, but you're not saying we should stop brushing our teeth. No, no, That's no, really no, important no, no, to no, no. say. Because, really I mean, important. brushing teeth still does some really. Absolutely. So what does brushing your teeth do for your mouth? Right. So that biofilm, I mean, so biofilm is a coating, right? It's this invisible coating. When it starts to get white, white plaque, you can see, that's, that's like a ton of layers of bacteria. If it builds up so much that you can actually physically see it. That's pretty scary from a microbiology standpoint. So you need to really get rid of that temporarily. You know, you're going to dislodge it. You're going to swallow it. And then the bacteria that remained in your mouth will recolonize. It's this constant cycle. So uh, the data on brushing suggests that humans survive longer if we brush more than twice a day. Okay. Because we have long-term um, survival And there's data. a huge connection between our oral health and our physical health. Absolutely. Yes. So how many of us have actually swallowed our spit or inhaled our spit? Well, that spit contains trillions of bacteria colonizing the esophagus and uh, trachea and lungs. So you wind up with bacteria where they shouldn't be. And then it, it leaks into your bloodstream. Well, that's when, yeah, when you get, get build up and around. whenever you bleed, when you, when you, if you don't, this is why you really need to brush and floss on a regular basis is because without that, uh, <clears throat> the bacteria can just have their way with your body. So what they do is they secrete things that can cause leakiness in the gums. We've all heard of leaky gut syndrome. 
Mm -hmm. Well, it happens in the mouth as well. And so whenever you get bleeding gums, uh, uh, red blood cells, really big considering I can fit like thousands of bacteria in that same hole that the red blood cell came out. Wow. And they go inside and then they wind up in places in your body that they shouldn't be. It's really, this is totally fascinating. Now, so tell me a little bit about your background, Emily. Mm. Yeah, so I come from Iowa. I'm a University of Iowa graduate, so I'm a Hawkeye. Uh, I studied, well, I kind of fell in love with, with bacteria way back then. I studied tuberculosis, so mycobacterium tuberculosis lives in, um, inhabits the human lung, and uh, it can basically hide out from the immune system until quite late, later in people's lives when their immune systems kind of, when we age, our immune system health um, goes down, and that's when you get reactivation of that organism. So it'll pop back out and have its way with you. And I felt I was really excited by how the bacteria could manipulate the human host and the immune system. And I kind of pursued that passion and curiosity to uh, Berkeley where <clears throat> in 2000, where I spent six years understanding how bacteria respond to nutrient stress and how they can kind of work together to kind of uh, survive that stress. And so you got your PhD. I got my PhD. And then you did. You also have done some postdoc work. Yeah. Then I then I hopped a uh, hopped the bay and went to Stanford, and I spent seven years in rheumatology. And rheumatology is really the study of diseases such as multiple sclerosis, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis. And <clears throat> funny enough, there's this huge link between um, people's immune system and their reactivity against their own microbial flora. So a lot of people that have these autoimmune diseases uh, are no longer tolerant against who lives in them. It's really kind of interesting. So, Lindsay, for someone who may not know what the microbiome is, can you describe the system? Uh, or, or, good question. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> or should we have Emily describe? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it is, it by is, the way, what's the planet Earth, you know? Right. <laughs> That's kind of what we're asking about, isn't it? Well, I'm really I'm, – I've, I've learned a lot about this from uh, association. So um, <laughs> I think the best way to describe uh, the microbiome is it is a, an ecosystem of microbes, fungi, human cells, all sorts of different cells and things like that that make us what we are. Um, and Emily always points out that we are more microbial than we are human with regard to those cells. And um, it is becoming much better known that this is a very influential – just reality that we need to start paying attention to and treating in favorable ways because it is affecting human health the way it is. And it's it's not just, you know, the mouth just isolated. That, if you don't balance that, the rest of your body's not balanced. Um, I mean, the story of Emily's mother or grandmother is what actually brought me on board. It was very inspirational to me that she created this for her. Um, she had bad oral oral care and oral health in her assisted living facility, couldn't manage her own um, dental hygiene because of her rheumatoid arthritis. And so as soon as her dental health faded, her overall health started fading quickly, right? So she started losing teeth. She had a stroke. Um, and then that's when she lost her grandmother. And that's when she just kind of said, you know, enough's enough. Um, there's got to be a better way. So that's why she put her her expertise to work, and she screened a bunch of grass ingredients, um, federally approved ingredients, and came up with this combination that does exactly what she was talking about as far as 
encouraging your good bacteria to protect your mouth and then just neutralizing the bad bacteria so that they can't produce the things that are causing so much so many problems in the mouth and in the body so so emily tell us about your grandmother mm, yeah she's mm. awesome um grandma's super smart she's one of those people that never went to college but she could have she could have gone so far but she uh-huh. just worked you know she's like she was always raised with the traditional ways of living in um, central Wisconsin. So you get married when you're young, and you you stay married, <laughs> and you raise a bunch of kids, and uh, you work really hard, right? So she spent, I watched her work most of her life, very dedicated woman, raised five kids that are all successful in their own way. Um, she had quite a few grandkids, <laughs> and uh, she's the coolest, coolest person. She's loving, and, I mean, despite the fact that she was in chronic pain because of her rheumatoid arthritis, she was really quick to smile. She, she told the best jokes, and she had the ability to make you feel super special, you know? And, like, I just grew up always loving to spend, uh, I, got a, I got to spend a week to two weeks with her every summer. Uh, it was some of the best memories of my life. And um, one of the saddest memories was uh, I woke up in the early morning to the sounds of her her crying. And I'd never heard her cry before. Um, she was in so much pain because of her rheumatoid arthritis that she just couldn't take it. And she's rocking in her rocking chair and just holding her wrists because they were just so sore in her hands. Um, but <clears throat> despite that, she, you know... She always had a, was, she was always quick to smile. And so now you've done postdoc work, work on rheumatoid, rheumatoid arthritis. Because I wanted to try and you know, stop that from happening to other grandmas. And we're going to talk more about daily dental cares a lot in this program. But if somebody is suffering with arthritis, yeah. do you are there things nutritionally that they should be doing? Now? Yeah. So um, what we do know is that sugar is not good. So sugar is bad for inflammation, period. Um, a lot of that has to do with the microbes. Uh we also know that pure, uh, regular exercise is amazing, like yoga. Some of the best data has been coming out on uh, uh, routine yoga um, and uh, also walking and just moving those joints. You, Despite how painful it is, moving those joints really lubricates um, the joint space, reduces the inflammation. Um, so any other kinds of nutritional, uh, in addition to, to um Activities, other nutritional things are. I've I've read great uh, papers on curcumin. Oh, um, I haven't heard that before. Anti-inflammatory What's that? aspects. So certain spices. Or cu- cumin. cumin, cumin and yeah. turmeric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a lot of cumin and turmeric okay. in our yep. house. Yes, a lot yep. of cumin. A lot of cumin. Um, a lot of. Uh, so funny enough, in India, you don't often get a lot of rheumatoid arthritis. Hmm. Then it's not it's not as present as it is in uh, northern European descent. Um, uh, DNA, and uh, like my grandmother's from Northern European descent. <clears throat> so yeah, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about daily dental care and how you started a new product, and what is Minnesota Medical Alley. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the Progressive Voice of Minnesota.
So welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, where we plant the seeds of change. I'm Laura Headline. Karen Olson Johnson is not able to be with us today. But in studio, we have Emily Stein and Lindsay Huff. They are co-founders of Daily Dental Care. Now, when we left on break, you were talking about your grandmother. And so what happened with her oral health that started this journey? Yeah. So she was living in an assisted living facility at the time in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And um, her arthritis had progressed so badly. I mean, her her hands were gnarled. She could no longer write her name on my birthday cards. Mm. So it was just a little scribble. But she still sent them every year. <laughs> and uh, uh, she didn't tell us this, but she was also having difficulty coordinating a toothbrush. So she wasn't uh, was not able to routinely care for her own mouth. And we didn't notice this until the decay had progressed so much that she... Uh, would mumble. She didn't want to show her teeth. She was embarrassed. She didn't want to smile anymore in photographs. Um, and she uh, she wouldn't leave her facility to talk to her neighbors because she was self-conscious about her teeth. And it, it was hard to see. And I was um, kind of upset at, well, I was definitely upset at myself uh, because of, out of all of my family members, I had the experience to probably do something in time if I would have been more local, but I was in California a lot, and I'd only come home for a couple times a year um, to see her. And uh, then her assisted living facility, it it turns out no one routinely checks people's mouths or no one goes around brushing their teeth because they're not, there's no money for that. Um, And that really upset me because we were spending quite a bit of money a month for her care. Yeah. And it's entirely preventable. Oral disease is entirely preventable. It is the number one uh, how does, number one uh, preventable chronic disease in children. Mm-hmm. And in, in older adults, for instance, 70% of people 65 and older in the United States have gum disease. 70%, 7 out of 10. That's ridiculous, <laughs> honestly. And so this, this ended up having other health problems for your grandmother then, right? Severe, yeah. So in addition to uh, extensive dental work, uh, she had a stroke, and it's known that there's this huge correlation between um, edentalism, which is losing uh, losing your teeth, and stroke. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, okay, so so tell us about daily dental care. Mm. So daily dental care, these daily care lozenges contain four ingredients that are directed at your bacteria that inhabit the mouth. It's it's so it's like a smart mint. You suck on it after you eat or drink. Um, anything, because most things have sugar. And so basically, the ingredients in there has a soluble fiber, which blocks the ability of bacteria to grab onto sugar, so they can't access it, which means they're not going to make acid as a byproduct. And it's acid that causes gum inflammation and cavities. So let's slow down on that a little bit, because I almost understood that. <laughs> so so one of the ingredients here, it helps prevent the acid from forming in, in your mouth. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So it's a sugar decoy molecule, more or less, and it plugs up the sugar receptors in bacteria so they cannot basically convert that into acid and plaque. And then you've got the second molecule in there. Which is vitamin B6, which is the essential cofactor for enzymes in protein catabolism, which means protein degradation. So we're constantly breaking down protein into bits and pieces called amino acids, which are the basic components. Bacteria do that too. And so we're just providing that cofactor, which is essential for the bacteria to 
to do to break down protein. So we're shifting their metabolism away from destructive uh, sugar towards protein, yeah. which is, provides a healthier environment in the mouth, and also they secrete things that are actually more beneficial to us humans. Okay, more, so those are almost more protective in nature. Yep. So those are the two main ingredients, and then the other ones. The other ones, so there's some sodium bicarb, which is just a buffer, and that is that is applied. That's in the mint just to get rid of all of the acid that the bacteria have already made from the minute. Balances the pH. Yep, balances the pH so that the calcium in there mixes with your phosphate and your saliva to start to rebuild that enamel on your teeth. Okay, and so and then a uh, fourth ingredient. That was the fourth. That, yep. that was the fourth ingredient. So, yep. So and so you guys came up with daily dental care after mm-hmm. a lot of research. How much time did it take for you to Ooh. create this? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this is this is biohacking one hundred and one. I literally <laughs> flew to La Crosse, Wisconsin, grabbed my mom, my grandma's biofilm, flew it back to my apartment near Palo Alto, and you know when I was at Stanford, and uh, I biohacked her biofilm. Um, bought all these ingredients that were naturally shown to be naturally safe. I could buy any, you know, off of Amazon, or I can go into a, a pharmacy or a CVS and just buy off the shelf like all these nutritional supplements. And I tried to, I screened a bunch of them to figure out which combinations would block the ability of her biofilm from using sugar to make wow. acid. And then I tr- did you get college credit for this? I didn't. No, I did this on the side. Yeah. 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 So, um, and then I double checked to make sure it wouldn't just it wasn't just a phenomenon for my grandma's mouth. So I looked at my biofilm, my, all my friends' biofilm, my dog works great. Does this work for dog breath? Bad, bad dog breath. I was gonna. Yeah, we're actually. That's one of the things we're also working on. It's a doggy product called Best Friends Health. <laughs> I need that fast. I've got like a 12, 14-year-old dog here. Yeah. So so now how do you how do you use the daily dental care? Yeah, so after you eat or drink anything, uh, we, we recommend you just take one to three uh, of these mints in your mouth and you suck on them. And that releases the key ingredients to the bacteria that coat your mouth. And we just had a – Eric, you tried these. So what did you think of these? Yeah, I liked it. It was pleasant tasting enough. And you just let it sit in your mouth, and 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 then when so did you could you feel your microbes working at all? <laughs> um, no, there's a slight fizziness. I think I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could feel anything. I know that I was a little bit self conscious after all this talk about oral hygiene. <laughs> so why were so you I'm so glad I had it? I mean, yeah. yeah so if someone had just started, like when you're brushing your teeth, that really actually only works for a little bit of time, and then they recolonate. So what yeah, is going on in our mouths at all times? Oh, it's so fascinating. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's either it can be like as crazy as the Wild West in your mouth or uh, fairly calm. It just depends on what you eat and who lives there. So um, there's a constant battle constant. For, for real estate in your mouth between microbes, and it's yeah, it's it's yeah. fascinating, really. There's over 700 different species of bacteria in your mouth alone. Who's the microbiologist now? Right. <laughs> I well, like to geek out too. I like to geek out. <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's it's fascinating. There's there's um, so there's first colonizers that come in after you first brush your teeth. They immediately set up shop, and then they create this little biofilm that other called a pellicle. So they take the saliva. And they mix it with things that they secrete, which cements them back onto their te- onto your teeth, your gums, and in your tongue. And then there are other bacteria that then can finally attach once they attach. And they start setting up this, this really intricate community where they talk to one another. And um, so they're all 
battling for a couple things. Resources, so food. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're battling for turf, so who gets to stay where. Mm -hmm. It's a very dynamic process. Um, Mm -hmm. And so the... Who you have living in your mouth is also is essentially important, but that a lot of it gets dictated by what you eat. So nutrition mm. feeds into this. That is fascinating. That article from The Economist, it said that the traditional view of the human body is that we are a collection of 10 trillion cells, which are themselves the products of 23,000 genes. But the emerging understanding is that there are 100 trillion bacteria of several hundred species bearing 3 million non-human genes. And what does this all have to do with our mouth and our health and how we incorporate it into a really healthy world? And that's what we're talking about today on Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Food Freedom Radio, where we plant the seeds of change. I'm Laura Headland. Karen Nelson Johnson is not able to be with us today. But in studio um, are the founders of a really interesting emerging um, system for oral health and overall health and well-being. It's called Daily Dental Care. Now, again, if someone's just joining us now, how would you describe Daily Dental Care? I'll, I'll grab this one. So, um, as, as the marketing. Yes, it's a marketing. <laughs> um, so, Daily Dental Care is a company, and we consider ourselves more of a life sciences company than we do a dental company. Um, but we basically manufacture, develop um, oral care products that target the root cause of dental disease, which is oral bacteria. Um, and this is our first kind of iteration as the oral care lozenge, um, but we, we intend to release other kind of modalities of like whether it's gum, maybe even in toothpaste or things like that. And we're actually looking for partnerships with companies too to license our ingredients, our proprietary um, combination of ingredients to, you know, they, they can add to their things too. So it is so fascinating. Again, this is this new or this emerging understanding of the microbiome because we are, do you agree with the statement? We are a microbiome living in a microbiome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's uh, trillions of little factories living in our mouths and our gut and on our skin, and and uh, they have more horsepower, genetic horsepower, and metabolic potential than any any of us. Now, are some of the standard things we're doing now using mouthwash and all these other products? Does that really honor this more complex understanding of the microbiome? No, uh, traditionally. In medicine and in dentistry, um, and I'm speaking as a microbiologist, it seems as though microbes have been hated on. Oh. And so the eradication of microbes is, has always been the goal, uh, but the microbe always wins. It's so fast <laughs> in its genetic mutation rate. So that's why you're getting all this microbial resistance and things like that, is yes. people have been really forcing um, forcing them to try to forcing to kill them. I mean, they're going to survive at the end of the day, right? So something someone might be really familiar with is antibiotic use because Absolutely. antibiotic use has been really horrible, horrible, for and antiseptics and all of these things. And so what we've done is completely taken a microbiologist perspective to this problem, and we're like, okay. Fundamental rule number one, we're never going to get rid of the bacteria. In fact, you don't want to get rid of the bacteria. They keep you healthy. It's just we, we are trying to influence who lives on us and in us so that we can maximize our own health. 
And so the best way to do that is through the nutrients that they can eat because it selects for who sets up that biofilm in, in, in that body. It creates that balance in the microbiome. Are there some oral care products that you think people should avoid? Yes. I, I would say if there's any th- if there's anything, I mean, read your ingredients. Read the active ingredients on the back of every package. Um, most of your uh, biggest brands uh, use chemicals that are uh, that have some toxicity associated with it. Um, they're toxic for a reason. They've been using them to kill bacteria. So that also means they might have um, toxicity for the host as well. Well, and that's part of uh, just being a human. How do we catch up to the emergent understanding? You know, because this, this uh, again, I go back to this Economist magazine in, mm-hmm. in 2012 where they just said the understanding of the micro kingdom mm-hmm. is just turning all this thinking on the head, right? Yeah, I mean, we're just, learning so much. We're just learning so much so fast. And we're joined right now, um, we're going to be joined in a minute with, by uh, Mary Vanderwert. And Mary is a, um, she's on the St. Paul School District. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Mary. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, well, we're glad you can join us. So now you're also with an organization called America's Tooth Fairy. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, America's Tooth Fairy uh, was founded or established in 2006 after the death of a 12-year-old in Baltimore from dental disease. Um, he had uh, had an infection, went to the emergency room, and they uh, gave him antibiotics. They couldn't really do much for him because... He needed to see a dentist. Um, and he, uh, he, they sent him home with antibiotics, and he didn't get better. And eventually the infection in his mouth spread to his brain, and he ended up dying from, um, from the disease. So uh, we began to realize that dental disease is a serious problem in our country in, in kids. And so uh, corporations and foundations got together and formed the National Children's Oral Health Foundation and in an effort to provide education and prevent this disease that's totally preventable, um, and then to uh, increase access to care for children. Yeah, because it is the number one chronic childhood illness in America is tooth decay. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's five, it's five times more common than asthma. Wow. And then, Mary, you're also on the St. Paul School Board. So kids in school, dental, we're in a crisis. We're in, we're in a dental crisis. Would you say that? Yes, we are. Yes, it is. Uh, being out of school for uh, dental pain or acute pain is one of the main reasons kids miss school. And so it has impact on their learning as well. And I, they say 51 million hours a year are, are missed from school because kids are out with um, pain. And I would suggest there's probably that much more when kids are in school and can't focus because their teeth hurt. So, Mary, uh, we don't have much time, and I know you're traveling, so can you just give us people, so people who want to follow up and help to create a healthy dental world for all, um, how can they learn about your organization? Oh, they can go to our website. Um, they can just Google America's Tooth Fairy. That's easy to remember. Yeah, America's or Tooth Fairy. America's Tooth Fairy, and uh, the website will show you all the things we're up to, and uh, we'd love to have their support. We we in Minnesota have some uh, policy issues that could also be addressed that if people wanted to dig into, right. it would be a, we, a great way to get involved. Again, I thank you so much, Mar- uh, Mary, with America's Tooth Fairy, for joining us. And we're going to talk more about those policy issues um, in our next break. So you're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. 
Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. Uh, in studio with us is Emily Stein and Lindsay Huff. They're the co-founders of Daily Dental Care. Now, if people want to find you, where do they go? Uh, you can find us on the web at dailydentalcareswithaness.com. Um, we have uh, a Facebook page. We have a Twitter page. Um, you can please follow us. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we've just left it with a conversation with Mary and, and, and the policy issues because right now we've yes. got some huge issues when it comes to dental care policy-wise. I would call it a crisis. Um, so unfortunately, dentistry is kind of off on its, in its own little world and it doesn't really connect to medicine the way it should. I mean the, bo- the mouth is the gateway to the body. And I wish uh, medicine recognized that. Um, and with policy drivers, there's the people that are really left behind in the oral care crisis are the uh, poor, uh, lower education levels, lower economic status, um, children, See, and the elderly. I'm seeing a lot of people with missing teeth or no people with missing there's teeth. There's no reason people should be walking around with missing teeth. Um, and so, I mean, the way that the healthcare system is set up, unfortunately, is a treatment-based system. So they wait until things get bad before they really step in. Reactionary, yeah. Very reactionary. Reactionary instead. So, yeah. but, so this daily dental care is actually a, a kind of a whole different vision yes. of oral health. Yes. We, and, we believe in preventing things from happening. Uh, my grandmother always said, uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. <laughs> And that is so true. It's way cheaper to prevent things from happening than it is to wait until things happen. Okay. And as so, Emily Stein, you, um, uh, you have done postdoctoral work at Stanford, mm-hmm. so you know the micro- microbial kingdom really well, mm-hmm. and that's why you created this product. Yes. To, to, because it's, it's all about how do we learn to be uh, rational, sane, and kind, right? Right. Exactly. And um, so this first product is going after curbing the... Let's call it craving that bacteria have for sugar. Okay. <laughs> and so we're curbing their use of that because a lot of uh, toxic byproducts um, are, are made from sugar uh, fermentation by and bacteria. Let's talk about some of the testimonials. So how do people use them? Now, someone else, one of the persons is for somebody, an older person, 86-year-old mother. But tell us some stories about people using the product. Um, yeah, so in that particular case, um, she just, her mother had dry, yeah, it was her mother, sorry. Yeah. Her mother had dry mouth, so she started giving them to her after meals, and she really liked the taste, and they were just, they were helping her with some tooth sensitivity, too. Um, but I think uh, we have yet to follow up to see how that progress has gone, but um, we have gotten some wonderful reports. Um, there's another individual who started taking them three months ago, and she had um, suffered from a car accident, and her um, bite was off offline. Um, and uh, she started taking these, and um, she'd always had chronic issues with inflammation and things like that. And the last couple of visits she's had with her uh, hygienist, she was the, the, her, she was just amazed that the pocket her pockets were actually getting smaller. Um, her inflammation was better. Uh, so, I mean, we're getting great reports. Of course, you know, results are going to vary person to person, but, um, you know, it, we're getting some great feedback. So One it's encouraging. One of the coolest stories I, I remember is that there was a 10-year-old girl who um, a clinician referred our product to her because she couldn't brush her teeth without bleeding gums. Mm. 10-year-old. And with all the processed foods we're eating these days, it's becoming 
you know, it's an epidemic proportions in children for bleeding gums and things. And, and that's just... So if you know someone that has bleeding gums, yeah. they should definitely get this product. Yeah, try it out. I mean, we all have different organisms living in us. It's like a, we each have our own unique fingerprints. Same thing goes with the, our each unique, each have unique biofilms living in our mouths. So um, this is built for general purpose. But if you have a special case, you can contact us. We're working on other formulations as well. And the, to, say, to go back to the, the bleeding gums, there's the story of if you were to brush your hair every single day and your scalp was bleeding, I think you'd go get help for that, right? You'd be a lot more concerned. But for some reason, when it happens in your mouth, people are just kind of, well, that's, yeah. that's what happens, that's right? What happens. And, it's, and, and that's really not supposed to be happening. It's very dangerous. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, so, but you see this product as something for everybody, really. really? Yeah, yeah, sugar. It's based on our sugar consumption. It is a sugar-free, <laughs> but it stops the conversion of sugar. Yeah. So, it's, so it, it helps with breath? Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Helps with breath. Anything else we should know about the product? <sighs> um, I mean, we have some great data in people's mouths where we followed them for five days. And within five days, we were able to show a significant drop in the levels of the bacteria that are associated with gum disease and cavities. But we maintain the levels of the health-promoting guys like the, your probiotic species, like lactobacillus and things like that. So there's a lot of really uh, interesting aspects that we want to follow up on with additional products. That's, that's so exciting because I love this. And now, what is Minnesota Medical Alley? Because you came alley. here from California I because did. of this. I did. I moved because uh, – so. I'm sorry, by the way. The weather's not our fault. But no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I warned her. <laughs> I had to go shopping for winter <laughs> outfits. But, um, yeah, no, uh, Minnesota is very strong in medicine and medical research, clinical research, particularly with uh, Mayo Clinic, which is internationally renowned. Uh, Med Alley is a fantastic organization where all of us startups or very large companies like a Medtronic, for instance, are our members. And we get together and we interact and um, we share stories, we network. It's a wonderful organization to be a part of and it helps plug us little guys in to this bigger system. That's great. Because there's something really important about all the emerging little guys going on. And I, I also want to thank, thank you for the support of AM950. AM950 is owned by a person who only owns one radio station. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's and great. so how do we create an emergent system? And I've mentioned this. I encourage people to also listen to the show last week. Uh, I love this quote from E.O. Wilson. We need the unrelenting application of reason, a basic sense of kindness, and an understanding of who we are. And uh, when I was talking to Graham, Graham Merriweather, he has an event coming up, and I want to make sure I mentioned that that is going to be on March 1st. It's a free showing of a movie on Thursday, March 1st from 6 to 9 o'clock, and that's at the University of Minnesota. And Graham Merriweather, um, it's called uh, Farmers for America, and it's talking about the crisis in farming right now. Um, Farmers' average age is 60. Half of our farmland's turning over. How do we support that emerging system? And this is, so I see a connection between this and and the emerging (laughs) farmers' markets, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're 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 so change makers. I, I consider us a change maker. We're attempting to make change. Let's put it that way. But we're operating within a system that's uh, resistant to change, and so we're learning how to navigate as well. And we're seeing roadblocks and trying to figure out how to navigate around them. Um, and it's interesting. <laughs> but I think I think the more educated the public becomes, the more they're going to realize that locally sourced and the kind of the smaller, you know. 
non-massive overproduction of things is actually healthier for you and better for you and sustainable. And I think that's the big issue we're running into lately is sustainability. Well, and this is such a nice rational product. So, again, how can people um, get daily dental care? So we are on Amazon right now. Um, we're releasing an orange flavor in about a week. Ooh, this so is the mint got, flavor. We've got fresh mint and orange. Um, it's uh, twenty four ninety nine. I think it's on sale right now for twenty two ninety nine, and that's good for uh, technically a month supply, which is three a day. But um, you can go to our website too. You can access it through there. Daily Dental Cares with an S dot com. Daily Dental Cares um, with an S dot com. I thank you so much for being in studio with us, and uh, you have thank you for listening to Food Freedom Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much Thanks. for having us.